Chapter 22 Her grandmother must have had a sixth sense because the island in the kitchen was set for three when they burst into it, full of chat and questions. They were starving after a morning of frantic research and wolfed down the soup and sandwiches. When they had finished, Saoirse's grandmother cleared the plates and set three cups of coffee in front of them. She looked ready for an interrogation. But to begin, she had her own questions. So, how's the research going? She seemed a little annoyed, but Saoirse knew this was because she had asked her to leave this and let her get on with it. Saoirse was a little nervous. How was she going to react to the fact that they thought they had solved the mystery and, with her confirmation, all they had to do now was to come up with a plan. Sean answered her grandmother. It's going very well, we think. What can you tell us about the puka? He was slow and deliberate in saying the word puka and they both watched her intently for her reaction. Her ashen face and caught breath confirmed that they were on the right track. She slumped at the counter and looked defeated. Saoirse took no joy in having solved this riddle. She couldn't bear seeing her grandmother so vulnerable. But she needed to know more. They knew who he was, but how did they stop what was about to happen? What do we do now, Gran? Saoirse's voice sounded a little more pleading than she had hoped and she knew immediately from the look on her grandmother's face that she would not be getting an answer, or at least not one of any help to their mission. Leave it be, chicken. Leave it be. If not for me, for your father. Bringing him into our lives is the last thing I want. He will want things, and if he doesn't get them, he will take them at a cost. If you love me, you leave this. Sean, I beg you, leave this be. Let an old woman die happy without worry or regret, please. She gripped Sean's arm and looked deep into his eyes. She was begging. Saoirse could see him melt under her gaze and he turned to look at Saoirse with a look of defeat. She had hit a soft spot and Sean was helpless. They all sat silently for a moment and then Saoirse's grandmother lifted herself from the stool with great effort and wearily stood up. She straightened her cardigan as she always did and then turned to the both of them and said softly, let it be and left the kitchen. Sean and Saoirse looked at each other, not sure what to say or do next. Moments passed, both mulling over what they should say. Saoirse felt extremely uneasy. She had never defied her grandmother before, but could she really leave this now? Could she just let her grandmother die without a fight, especially now that she knew who she was fighting, even though there was so much more to find out? She pulled her fingers nervously in indecision, cracking the knuckles on each finger slowly and meticulously. Saoirse, you'll get arthritis. Will you stop? It's horrible and it really irritates me. He sounded annoyed, but not so much about the fingers. Saoirse knew it was more about what was happening. 
He had so welcomed the distraction of this quest, this adventure, but her grandmother had just nipped it in the bud. There was going to be no more losing himself in research, no more mysteries to solve, which meant a return to reality, to loss, death and mourning. Saoirse realised she was in the same position, only she was waiting for the last part rather than already experiencing it. I can't leave it, Sean. I can't just let this happen. She sounded defeated, but not enough to convince him. We have to, Saoirse. Your grandmother doesn't want this, and perhaps she's right. We have no idea what we are getting ourselves into. Nowhere in the books have we found evidence to suggest the Puka is the dangerous, evil being your grandmother suggests he is. So maybe he is that powerful that people are just too afraid to speak about him. Maybe they mention, mention him in a positive light in order to get on his good side. If that's true, he really isn't someone we should be messing with. I haven't known your grandmother very long, but I know her enough to know that he must be extremely dangerous to instill such fear in her. She's willing to accept death rather than efface him. That says a lot. If she says leave this, then I really think we should. I've had enough heartache in my life of late. I don't really think I could handle any more right now. He leant across and touched her softly, as if to console her, but it annoyed her. The whole thing set her alight and anger boiled in the pit of her stomach. She couldn't just leave this be. She couldn't just let go without any fight. He could give up that easily. It wasn't his grandmother. She'd do it on her own. She'd find and sort this, although she had no idea how. She nodded unconvincingly at Sean and he read her expression. Saoirse, you are the worst liar I have ever met. I can see your thoughts written clearly across the frown on your forehead. You have to leave this go. You have to do as she asks, as we all ask. I can't, Sean, I just can't. Emotions overcame her and she broke down and coughed out frustrated, tearless sobs. She couldn't accept that this was final. She could not accept it. Knowing death was coming and feeling helpless to do anything. She let the emotion completely overcome her and sank into the depth of despair, one that she had never experienced before. Sean held her on the stool and she let the darkness take her. She opened her eyes to see her grandmother standing before her. There was a determined look on her face and Saoirse felt sure they would get some answers. Her grandmother began slowly and assuredly. A banshee is an immortal being, according to some without a soul or even a body. But we do have souls, we do have bodies. Although we may be different in some ways to ordinary folk. I fell in love, Saoirse, with your grandfather not long after I first became his banshee and visited him before the death of his mother. His sensitive soul, his acceptance and trust of what I was telling him was captivating. I wanted to be near him all the time. 
but without a death, that I didn't have a reason. Then, when his aunt died and cousin took sick, I had an opportunity to spend more time with him again. We fell in love at the most inappropriate time and it was impossible. I wasn't human and he was a well-to-do O'Donnell. The books gave us hope. We read stories of one so powerful he could give us help and overcome our impossibilities. He was the answer, but he was not to be dealt with lightly. Few knew where to find him. Others were too frightened to tell us. But in the end, he came and found us, eager to broker a deal and rid himself of another Banshee, and more importantly, another O'Donnell. He granted me mortality, but there came a heavy price. We had to leave the North, never to tell anyone that he had done this for us. Our secret was to die with us. We were never to return to Dunluce or contact those we had left behind. It was a difficult decision. As you can imagine, your grandfather was leaving his family. I was leaving a community. But we were so in love and wanted to be together so much that it all seemed worth it. She licked her lips ever so slightly to moisten them. And although her face was worried, Flashes of a smile hinted on her lips as she spoke of Saoirse's grandfather. As I said, we came here because it was so far south and unrelated to anything from my world that I could find. I had your father about 10 years after we moved down. We had never expected children and had been quite content to just be together. It had never been part of any arrangement and to this day, I'm not sure whether he even knows your father exists or that you do for that matter. I'd like to think he doesn't, but I can't be sure. He will have no interest in your father, Saoirse, but you, on the other hand, I'm sure he will be very interested in. Sean, be careful and mind this precious one. I'm warning you both now. He will come and he will want answers and he will want more. And with that, she hugged them both and left abruptly. They knew no more than they had when she came in. But both somehow knew that time was running out and they weren't going to find the answers. Not here and now anyway.